0: consumer protection is always very important and consumer protection is ever more important in an era when Republicans will not allow government to protect consumers. We need a lot of people to step in and fill the void and one of the great groups is Consumer Watchdog. You can find them online, consumerwatchdog.org. I'm honored that each week we are joined by our friend Jamie Court. C-O-U-R-T is the spelling. He is the president of Consumer Watchdog and you can find Jamie Court and all his great colleagues at consumerwatchdog.org. And Jamie, we're talking car again and there's a personal edge to this one thanks for coming back on the Norman Goldman show
1: always my pleasure to be here and cars are one of my favorite topics as well as one of my favorite bands
0: <laughs> Well, you know I, I, that's right I guess you're of an age where the cars would be a good band well Jamie as we discussed last week I just got a Chevy Volt and, and it's an amazing thing. It's packed with technology. I'm just going through the owner's manual, which is hundreds of pages, familiarizing myself with all the incredible technology they've jammed into this car. One of the pieces of technology, Jamie, when, when the salesman demonstrated it to me, I thought of you instantly. This thing parks itself. Jamie, you got to line it up. A human being has to line it up and get it, you know, and the car will tell you when you're okay and you've lined it up properly, and then you hit a button, man, and the thing just, it's like the invisible man's driving a car. The wheel moves. It's, it's, a, it's
1: seeming like it's a parallel park. It's a it, parallel park.
0: It's—it's it's Well, yeah, it's a parallel park, and the wheel's going wow. around, and it slows down and speeds up. Jamie, it's just like a human being is doing it, and I was sitting in a passenger seat, Really creeped out, but Jamie, that leads me to the you know this whole issue We're, we've been talking about forever. Self-driving cars. I mean, the Chevy Volt just has one element of it. But as I, I, I'm reading a, a release you put out from ConsumerWatchdog.org today, and I have to ask a question: Who's Auto? What's Auto? What's this all about?
1: Well, well, I mean, look, you, you know, there are these semi-autonomous features, which, frankly, you know, have been somewhat tested but haven't been thoroughly vetted. But we know, you know, if they're parking a car, there's sort of limited stimulus and, 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 and you know, based on, cer- on certain type of technologies, video and, and radar, you know, it, it can work. But Auto is a company that's uh, testing the self-driving truck. Uh, and in California, these robot trucks are illegal. You can't put them on the roads. They violate DMV rules. Uh, DMV doesn't have a permitting process. Oran uh, hasn't approved any permitting for self-driving so Otto's, a company in San Francisco, was uh, founded by some Google guys who then got bought by Uber. And so they're an Uber company. And basically um, Otto's robot trucks uh, have been represented to the state as not being autonomous, not driving without someone at the wheel, and yet internal documents from, from uh, Otto, which it gave to the Department of Transportation for a stunt last fall, uh, basically describe its self-driving capabilities and activities, and they're pretty remarkable. Uh, I mean, the document, which was obtained under Public Record Act from the Colorado authorities, emphasized the importance of, of disengagement, which reports which detail that you know how the technology failed and the driver can take over. And yet Otto's working uh, with the DMV says it doesn't have the capacity for autonomous, and it isn't testing the capacity for autonomous mode. But if you look at this document, It details four levels of disengagements, comfort, public perception, uh, a major scenario, which is a safety implication, and a critical scenario, which is the actions may put someone in danger. And so it's saying we have in the technology four levels of disengagement, meaning we're using a technology that requires disengagement from the computer because the computer is driving the car. And that's a pretty flagrant violation of California law, where we know auto has its trucks on the roads. uh, uh, Auto basically is doing what Uber, its uh, parent company, uh, did when it put autonomous vehicles on the San Francisco streets a few weeks back, and we talked about this, but never bothered to get a permit from the DMV for it. Oops. And yet, when the DMV started asking, it said, "I oh, know we're not going to do it. We don't think we have to, and the DMV said, we're going to court, and then Uber got the heck out of San Francisco and took its truck, it took cars with it to, to Arizona. It clearly doesn't want to publicly document to the Department of Motor Vehicles and the people of California when these technologies fail. And Otto seems to be doing exactly what Uber did in San Francisco, claiming they're not really in self-driving mode when they are, and ignoring state laws. So we told the Department of Motor Vehicles about this. Uh, it was first unearthed in Car and Driver uh, magazine, and um, and since uh, we did, you know, Otto's uh, kind of gotten silent. But the DMV is definitely going to be investigating what Otto's doing on California roads because these self-driving trucks are scary, man. You think it's it's you know dangerous when someone's in a, a car that uh, is moving forward at fifty miles an hour you know and and there's no human driver who's going to take over. When you got you know a truck that's a what, truck. Are these trucks weigh ten tons truck. and they're moving down the road, uh, that's pretty frightening because they can do an awful lot of damage and we don't have any process for determining whether they're safe or not.
0: Otto is spelled O-T-T-O. There is an article in the San Francisco Chronicle about Otto and its potential law breaking and consumer watchdog very prominently in the San Francisco Chronicle article. You'll find it on our social media sites. And uh, we thank Jamie Court for getting us there. And Jamie, th- th- this notion of a self-driving truck just chills me to the bone because as you just point out, these things are enormous. Now to complicate matters further, uh, my wife, Frances, who you know, she's very much looking forward to a self-driving car. She wants a self-driving car so that she can get in there and say, take me here and just ignore it. And and I'm happy that she wants a self-driving car. I just don't want her dying in one of these things. So Jamie, how safe, you know, how safe and how soon are we going to be exposing our loved ones to, to even, even if Frances isn't the one in the self-driving car, how soon is Francis going to be exposed to someone else in a self-driving car who's been assured by whoever they've been assured by that it's safe? Well,
1: that's the problem. You know, with the reports we've seen, and they're getting better. Like Google's actually getting better, but they still have you know 160 times and 600,000 miles that the computer has to uh, can't can't handle whatever circumstances, and the human driver has to step in that's actually a big improvement over what they did last year, but it's still too many times. And other companies like Mercedes, you know, had very few miles driven, like 5,000 miles driven. And there were like hundreds of times that a human driver had to step in. I mean, the technology is being tested. That's natural. But as long as there's a driver there under testing conditions, that's okay. We don't want to stop the technology. But we want to make sure it's safe before it goes on the road. And, that's what Uber's um, doing here with auto and with its, its test driving of, of self-driving cars that's so scary. It's not reporting to anyone the failures in the technology. It, and, and, and so we really have to wait to see what the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration does. Uh, it's really important because uh, NHTSA has a panel that's headed by the head of General Motors, uh, Mary Barra. And uh, Donald Trump inherited this from President Obama it called for Trump to fire. He likes to fire people, Barra, because we said, you know, the head of GM shouldn't be really in charge of an advisory panel over what her what the vehicles that her company makes. You know, it's putting the, the robot uh, car makers in charge of regulation of the robot cars. And uh, Obama was very pro, pro moving fast, and, and his regulators were too. And it's going to be interesting because if, if Trump says, let's go with that, let's go fast, he's going to displace literally tens of millions of uh, driving jobs around uh the country and particularly in places where he was elected you know this is a these are these are blue-collar jobs man truck drivers are the last really well-paid blue-collar workers uh and um they like the semi-autonomous function helps them drive but they won't be replaced uh and think about you know all the taxi drivers all the uber drivers so when you add it up it's really not good for our economy to be doing this, particularly when there's safety issues uh, that have been lingering and they're going to take a lot to fix. So I don't know when Francis is going to be staring down the uh, <laughs> Mack truck that's driving itself, but I hope not anytime soon. And certainly not in California where we've put a wall up around self-driving trucks. And maybe we'll get Mexico to you know, pay The wall we it. have in California is against self-driving trucks. And, and unfortunately Uber uh, and auto appear to breach that and, and we'll see what DMV does to fight back.
0: You and I are talking to our friend, Jamie Court. Find Jamie Court and all of his great colleagues at ConsumerWatchdog.org, and I'll make it really easy for you. If you check our social media sites, you'll see an article from the San Francisco Chronicle talking about this exact issue, the self-driving trucks of Otto, O-T-T-O, and the complaint brought forward by our friends at Consumer Watchdog, Jamie Court very much behind that. Well, Jamie, I I love it that you're saying that, you know, we're not trying to stop the technology. You know, we're not trying to, uh, you know, be Luddites here. We want it to be properly tested under proper circumstances, roll it out in a safe manner so nobody dies, nobody gets injured. Think I think all that is obviously logical. It's sane. It's rational. But Jamie, this portion that you raised here about the economic dislocation of all these driving, uh, self-driving cars, I think is an aspect nobody's really thought about very much. So, Jamie, isn't it important also that we roll this stuff out slowly so that the economy can absorb it too? Yeah. Oh, there well, you I, go. <laughs> I, I think that. I think that-
1: I think that I think that I think that the thing is that the slowing down will show us a lot about not just the technology, but about how human beings interact when the technology is on the road. And that's what the industry is really afraid of, because what we really need, and we've talked about, is this separate infrastructure for the self-driving cars and trucks. It makes it a lot safer, and they talk to each other. But when they have to interact with human beings in the same streets and with, with pedestrians, with bicyclists, with drivers of human beings that drive the helmet of cars. That's when it becomes very dangerous and really complicated. And so I, a great infrastructure project for Donald Trump would be to build separate roads just for the self-driving vehicles. And I'd support that as long as it was done safely. Because that's the safe way to do it. Think of the job. There's also issues of hacking. There's issues of privacy and being tracked. All these have to be done in the light of day. And so I guess the, our big challenge now is transparency and making sure it's done with a public discussion and not rushing to this panacea that, you know, many people buy into because the blind – will then be able to drive. Well, I want the blind to be able to drive, but I don't want them to have to crash either.
0: Well, Jamie, uh, hard to argue with that. We have been talking with our friend, Jamie Cort, Court, C-O-U-R-T, it's, a ni- it's nice to have a voice of sanity in consumer protection. Jamie, Court can be found at consumerwatchdog.org. Check the social media sites of the Norman Goldman Show. It's at Norman Goldman on Twitter and the Norman Goldman Show on Facebook. I have posted up the San Francisco Chronicle article about Consumer Watchdog and this issue of auto and the self-driving trucks. Jamie, I'm a little too afraid yet to let my Volt do the parking. I may get there one day, but I'll make sure you're in the car with me when we do it. So I,
1: I, I want, I want to be in the car with you. <laughs> okay. I want, I, I want, let's do that. Let's, 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 let's set up lunch and do that.
0: And and, and we'll uh, do it. We'll video the thing, right? With the, with the steering wheel moving around. Well, we'll I have video a
1: guy in my office, frankly, who would love to trip up the car. <laughs> so I think we should do a test run. Norm, let's see yes. what happens when, you know, you a, know, a, a, we'll put some obstacles in this way and we'll find out what happens. So I think we should do a little test test run. It's
0: a good thing. I have a big insurance policy. Jamie, thanks. I'm, I'm, we're only, only going to crash dummies. We're not going to crash real <laughs> okay. people. Jamie, thanks so much. Check out JamieCourtConsumerWatchdog.org. And Jamie, we'll set that up and I'll talk to you next week.
1: Thanks, Norm. We'll report back on that.